Welcome back to the vlog. Welcome back. Uh, as always, I'm joined by Anna. Hello, Anna. Hello. Well, um, that was very loud. Um, I literally can't listen. Like, I literally can't listen to you using that thing. You sound like. You sound oh, like. You, we, I've been on this the whole time, and you didn't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> I literally didn't even know. I'm like, I, how do I, I tell I, him I to turn it off? I. Used to, we had a pre-show. <laughs> you didn't say anything. Oh goddamn! I shouldn't even. I shouldn't have told you. Imagine if you recorded the whole episode like that. Oh my god! Well, Wait. Oh, welcome. you can't hear it. Oh. I can't hear it. I. I. I that's the, my biggest complaint is that I don't hear it and I don't ever look at the knob. Wow. Well, what a great intro to this. episode. Welcome back to Ollie's IT troubleshooting corner podcast. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Chipmunks <laughs> podcast. Um, welcome. Um, Anna, I'm joined by by <laughs> Anna. How was your week, please? My week was good. Um, Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Um, my Perfect. week has been really good. Um, had a great day celebrating with my mom today. Being a mom is so hard and is insanely complicated and nuanced, and I have so much appreciation for that. Um. What else have I been doing this week? Um, obviously getting dementia because I can't remember. So um, well, how was your week, Ollie? Okay, so my week was going pretty solid. Um, did I have to say goodbye to some friends mm. for the next little while, which is sad, but did a lot of fun stuff. And then today was my first like big day back on the board since my injury that I mentioned hey. a couple episodes ago. And I fell on it again. No! <laughs> oh my God. To be fair, to be fair, it was a great sesh. I was getting for like three, four hours, yeah. was landing everything. And then I went to like 50-50 on a box and just ate shit and l- used my bad hand as a brace to land. And I heard like this mm. crack and I was like, whoa. Wait, does it hurt? Oh, it fucking killed. And I was like yelling the F word at like the top of my lungs around like (laughs) five-year-old scooter kids. They were like parents. They were like, oh, this is not the vibe. And then everyone left. It was just skaters after that, which is honestly a blessing in disguise. I love love saying fuck around little kids, honestly. Like like, not even just like a casual F-bomb, like the loudest fuck you could hear. Like, (laughs) fuck. echoed in the because it's, it's a the soccer the soccer field is next to the skate park yeah the, it just my voice just traveled like i'm pretty just, sure they heard it on the street you're just some random grown man yelling fuck around kids. yeah um that so, sounds amazing yeah. i'm sorry about your anyway. wrist are you going to the doctor like no no mm. if it does if it so it's not as bad it was pretty much healed literally the nightmare scenario going to the park today was like what if i fell on the sand again what if, what if I fell on this hand again? Dreams and come true. Even bad um, dreams. But it it's, doesn't appear to be swollen. I taped it up or okay. I wrapped it, but like it doesn't hurt as much as it did before. So I think it's just a minor sprain that yeah. was re-sprained. Um, but You're going to have like a, like, you know how old men have like a trick knee that like hurts whenever it rains? a trick wrist. Yeah. It sounds pretty cool. Oh, it's really unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway. 
that's um that's my that's been my week. Um, shall let's just jump right into the film this week? Question. Yes. Mark? So this week we are doing the Northman, the latest from Robert Eggers, superstar director. Ollie, you recently saw it this weekend, right? I went to the theater yesterday, yesterday afternoon. Cool, um, cool, cool. It's Robert Eggers, uh, of of Vovovich fame and the Lighthouse. And the Lighthouse, true. We've already talked about Robert Eggers on the pod before. Um, and just like with his other ones, this one is super like period accurate. Yeah. Like he did a bunch of academic research into like Norse myth- Norse mythology and also like Nordic Pacific. culture, Nordic rituals, uh, Nordic gender roles and like a societal roles, everything that he does in the witch with like puritans and in the lighthouse with sailors he does in this or not sailors we kept making this mistake with lighthouse people lifeguards, whatever lifeguards. <laughs> he does in this movie with vikings which is so lit so Anna, do you want to give us a synopsis we are reading each other's minds um yes okay so uh i was thinking this also should be spoiler free relatively Oh, hell yeah. This is yeah. way too fresh. Too Certified fresh. fresh. Too <laughs> um, okay, so set in Iceland, circa 19, oh, sorry, 914 CE. Very specific, but IMDb certified fact. The Northman is an epic tale of Viking Prince Amleth, Amleth played by Alexander Sarsgaard, and Amleth's quest to avenge the murder of his father. King Arvandil War Raven, played by Ethan Hawke, and to save his mother, Queen Gudrun, who's played by Nicole Kidman. Um, he's exiled at a young age and he must fight brutally and like use his like cunning to make it back to his home kingdom and unleash vengeance on those who have wronged him. Along the way, he meets Olga of the Birch Forest, played by Anya Taylor Joy, a slave, also a witch, who helps him on his quest. Um, and now this is just going to be like a total bloodbath as I try to say these names. So like, let's <laughs> hang on. Also starring Clayus Bang as Fjolnir the Brotherless, Willem Dafoe as Hymir the Fool, Phil Martin as Halgrimir Half-Troll, and Bjork as the Seeress. Runtime, two hours, 17 minutes. Released April 22nd, 2022. 60 million budget. Boom. 60 million. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. That's not, that's neither high nor low for what I was expecting. Um, but also surprising considering uh, some of the set pieces in this film are really, really impressive. I'm thinking specifically there's one shot when he joins this, like, and also I just Googled this, the middle section of this film, there's a, there's a, a chapter where yeah. um, he goes to fight with like this, like, gorilla wolf pack he's like raping and pillaging yeah raping and pillaging like in peak viking form like that that is what i think of when i think of vikings and they they and that's where he meets anya taylor joy uh and they they're from like kiev and rus which is like russia but that's nowhere near iceland so like i'm assuming he like worked his way so yeah, he goes, it, it, um, if you're interested, so he goes on a quest, it's a little unclear about where exactly, but the quest is the whole movie. And um, I think he goes east. 
he definitely goes east but like yeah. far east like kiev and rus is like through all the 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 nord nordic countries like he had to have gone around the top of uh norway sweden and finland and then in there's like i'm looking at a map now there's like a inlet after finland and that's where the kiev and rus the northmost point of where they lived but they're like russian and that's why the language that they're speaking sounds completely different um mm. and there's something i was wondering about th- throughout the whole movie is i i guess this was also just a problem of the real life vikings and the real life kiev and rus but like how the fuck do these people understand each other? Their languages had nothing to do with each other. How the fuck totally. did I, how the fuck did we understand this movie? Because the accents are thicker, thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. Than a, than a snicker, I was going to say. But <laughs> also oatmeal, definitely thicker than some oatmeal. What about snicker oatmeal? Um, so yeah, like, okay. So pretty, pretty epic story. Like very it is cool, an epic. Yeah. epic tale. Um. Mm. so oh. Anna what is your pro okay my pro my rose my whatever um let me think actually so I love Robert Eggers I think he's awesome and this is his big this is his first big studio movie his movies before this have been smaller independent you know a24 put them out there, but this movie was done independently of A24. Uh, Robert Eggers did not have final cut of this movie, which means that he had to make edits based on what the studio wanted. Um, mm. Sometimes directors will put out a director's cut when they like don't have final cut, but Eggers said in an interview with the New York Times that he's not going to do that because he's satisfied with the movie that's out now. Um, so I think Robert Eggers does a lot of amazing things. Like, I think he is an amazing director. Um, like the, some of his like hallmark shots are like the camera following you as you're running behind, like it follows your back as you're running. The head-on shots, the very close-up head-on shots. Um, I love the loud noises. I love the hard scene cuts. Um, I think the way that he edits and paces a movie is wonderful. So I loved watching that in this film. I just, you talking about the shots just reminded me of what my train of thought was before I lost it was when he's with the wolf pack and they're like rowing, you know? Um, and then it, they're, they're going to the Kievan Rus, the shot of the first shot you see of them is like, it's a, it's a, a lateral shot. Like you're on land watching the river and they, they boat across the scene. They boat across the screen and and then it kind of, Instead of panning to follow them, which is like what a normal low en- low effort, low energy uh, <laughs> director would do. No bitches director. Instead of doing that, the camera moves forward towards the water. And mm-hmm. we're no longer on land. Like we are yeah. over water. So how did we, how did we just, you know, drive into the water? Not only that, it, it gets into the water and then you're just looking at water. And then the camera pans and you're on the boat. And then yeah. it, not, not only are you on the boat, but then the, the, the camera starts to pan through the boat. So now the camera c- crew is in the boat with like, yeah. how, how did we do this? Was first of all, it, it couldn't have been like some kind of land sea kind of vehicle because that would be really loud and shaky. This was super steady. So I'm thinking drone, 
because it can't be an arm either because an arm would not reach that far. They were like in the middle of the river. I literally have no idea. But it's like low and in their faces on the boat. So it, even a drone would look weird. Anyway, that was, I, it blew my mind that shot. I was like, how, how? Yeah, how? no, he does, he does amazing shots. I love it. Um, what about your pro? Uh, my pro is the chapters. I love that this film is using a, a technique that I don't think it's used enough and, and doesn't, uh, especially in, we, we talk all, all the time about how, uh, films are getting too long. Films are way too long. Yeah, we do. I think part one of the reasons that films feel too long is that not only is it long runtime, but it's uh, it's it's like nonstop. Like the Batman is nonstop. We just it's just like one conflict after another after mm-hmm. another, and and yeah. there's no break. Whereas like this, not only do do the chapters like uh, set your expectations for what's about to happen. But uh, there's a finality to each chapter. Like there's an, a definitive ending. And you're like, yeah. you're, you feel like this mini sense of satisfaction every time a chapter, it cuts to black. Because yeah. the only time it cuts to black means that there's a new chapter about to start. Oh, and, that's, oh, I didn't notice that. And, and uh, the, the second to last chapter ends. And I'm like, oh, that, that's cool. Like the movie could have ended with that. You know, like, yeah, or, or no, yeah. no, sorry, not the, not the second. I don't want to spoil anything. But the last chapter, which is the shortest chapter, um, really takes advantage of the chapter storytelling because it's like this like epic ending, epic chap, like, like the kind of, when you read a book, you're like shutting a book. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know if you feel this as well, but when I'm reading books, I find that the, the, like what's going on in the last hundred pages always picks up like crazy. And you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe that this is happening. Um, And, and, and this film felt like I was reading a book because the last chapter, Mm -hmm. I'm just like, Oh my God. Oh my, Oh my God. So uh, those like title, uh, those chapter cards were actually the studio made him put them in because they were like, this shit is too confusing, which is, I mean, that's an instance where I think if yeah. you didn't put those chapters, I would not have known that they went to Russia. Yeah. Like I would, I'm not smart enough to recognize like minute differences in like the language they're speaking and the clothes they're wearing and the, and the, yeah. the fauna that like the, the environment they live in, like it's slightly more green. I would not have, I would, I would have thought that was like another part of. No. And you and literally everyone way. else. Like, yeah, I, so I think also- it was, it was necessary. I totally agree with you. I also have a secondary pro. A sure, quick one. Um, I thought the sex scenes were staged very well and were yeah. very cool. Um, there's one the pix- when they're the in pixie orgy in the forest was awesome. <laughs> there's there's one when there it's like there's like a lot of moonlight happening and then they're in a hot spring. I'm like mm. okay. So I thought that was like very well done. There's only it like it's few and far between, but I was like okay. Yeah, a little bit less nudity than I was expecting. I was expecting like because I'm assuming old. Like, like back in the day when it was like hard enough to even acquire clothing, yeah. people were just naked way more often, <laughs> but yeah. anyway, um, it's cold up there. So I don't blame them for not being naked all the time. Good point. Good point. Yeah. What about your rose transitioning into things you maybe didn't like as much? I think the rose is what you liked and the thorn is right. Oh, sorry. I meant thorn. Okay, I was like, I'm a um, fucking idiot. It's late. 
Ollie's been doing a group project. Ollie's been doing his whole group's group project by himself for oh, hours well, tonight. I wouldn't I wouldn't actually claim that much responsibility, but we definitely could have gotten it done in half the time, maybe even a quarter. And that always feels great. Yeah, right. Um, okay, so things I didn't like. I have a couple of thoughts here. Um, so just as the shots are very zoomed in, like one of Robert Eggers' hallmark shots is like a uh, very close up on the face but this movie almost seems a little too zoomed in like mm. there's not a ton I agree of it's hard to connect the dots of what's happening it's hard to kind of understand the plot um because it's not being for it's not being fed to you and I appreciate that but also challenging um I did kind of have an issue with the accents and the language and like the stuff like that. Um, it was a little hard to understand them at points. Um, especially cause these are such amazing actors. So they're not enunciating everything because they have like crazy emotion and whatever going on. But also I was thinking about this today, like that becomes an accessibility issue as well for people who have issues with like auditory processing, people who aren't native English speakers, but are like trying mm-hmm. to watch the movie in English. Um, yeah, it just, it does take away from, I guess, like the accessibility piece, like I said. So maybe, yeah. Hear me out. What if this film was entirely Icelandic actors who spoke in, like, I don't know well, how different old... ancient, yeah, like, I don't know how Welsh, different old, it's old Welsh? Is that or what people old... in Iceland spoke? Something. Nordic? Nord? Wait. Is Nord? Nord? Old Norse, there it is. Norse. So yeah, people don't speak Norse, but what if they spoke some like Scandinavian language that was close and inspired and like culturally descended from Norse and then it was all subtitled? I think that would have, this movie, you wouldn't have the star power. So I don't blame them for doing this, but I think A, it would would build, if if Robert Eggers is like going to be the realist film guy, like he's like hardcore realism hardcore historical realism get some fucking foreign actors get yeah some no norwegian actors to play and like like and and that way this problem is avoided where you have weird people speaking english in a norse accent like yeah what? no one of my favorite um movies is actually like i love the girl with the dragon tattoo but the girl with the dragon tattoo there's a swedish version because the book is like swedish yes. Yeah. And it's all Swedish actors, all subtitles. It's genius. It's better than the Hollywood Daniel Craig yeah, Rooney Mara one. Straight up. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I that's a really interesting thing that you're bringing up. I didn't even think what it would be like, but yeah, I think it could be better. But anyway. I definitely agree though. At first I thought I was just sitting too close, but I was in the second last row. So I don't know why. I was I in felt... the second row and I was like, I'm way too close. But if oh, you no, felt like... like that, then... I think that has to do with Robert Eggers and like his style of filming yeah, and how it doesn't really translate to the aspect ratio that this film was in with the light, oh. with the lighthouse and with the witch, those are square or like mm-hmm. four by three. So it's a tighter box. And then the, the upper body to head kind of fills the center third. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, here, he does the same kind of shots, but there's more on both sides. So it's like super zoomed in because you only see half the person. 
Yeah. It's not like a headshot and it's not a full shot. It's not even like a half waist shot. It's like a upper torso shot with like <laughs> yeah. tons of stuff on both sides. And you're like, this, this, this frame is too large. I can see too much other information. There's too much else going on in this frame, but sometimes he uses it. So some, I think it's deliberate because sometimes he's like standing there and there's like, dude, just like slaving away behind him or something. You know? And you're like, Oh, it's, it's kind of funny that he's using this space finally. But sometimes it's just like a person standing there and you're like, this is not the, 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 the distance I want to be from this actor right now. Yeah. Um, what were your, thorns gonna be a broken record here Mm. the time this film is too long long? and it's and it's interesting that there's uh that you mentioned that robert eggers did not have the final cut because when we're watching other films like the batman for example the batman i don't really get as upset for it being so long because uh the stuff that they could cut in the batman um like I can tell that the Batman had even more content that they couldn't even yeah. keep in the movie, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas with this film, I was like, there's stuff in here that could didn't have to be in this film and it would still make total sense. I feel like, um, especially a lot of the, the dialogue, I guess they're building the characters, the, the relationship that... Uh, they don't that's, even that's... do it that well, though. Well, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of ports, parts of this film where I'm like, I can't, understand why this didn't get cut from the final yes cut. oh especially, my god especially if we're going to break things into chapters if we're going to pace things in a very specific way mm-hmm. this didn't have to be here like this didn't have to be here and i and by the end i was like man this is an epic movie man this was sick this i know when the final chapter title screen came up i'm like ah yes of course this is the last chapter but there were so many other parts that I was like bro this doesn't have to be in this film I totally agree with you I almost wish it went longer because I was like waiting for more content or something like I was I don't know but I I completely agree yeah yeah anyway that's my thorn um Anna do you want to take us into some trivia Oh my god, I would love nothing more because this, this trivia has crazy triv. So not as crazy as last week with Woody, Woody Harrelson's dad. That is the craziest thing I think we're ever going to discover on this pod. That's so one organic of the... too. <laughs> um okay, so this is so interesting to me because as soon as I left this movie, I was like that shit reminded me of Hamlet. And it turns out that so the story of Hamlet is a real Norse myth, which appears in a oh. Gesta Danorum, which is History of the Danes, a collection of oral traditions written around the year 1200. So Amleth, the tale, inspired Shakespeare's Hamlet. And they actually sound pretty much the same. I, When I was in the theater, I was like, is his name Hamlet? That's so on the <laughs> nose. Um, That's so yeah, that they know that it this inspired, inspired This inspired Hamlet. So this is OG. This is the real Hamlet. Um, so, okay, so the scene where the sorcerer wears women's clothing. So actually in the Iron Age, Scandinavia, which we're in, magic was seen as a female activity and terms for male magicians were also used as slurs against homosexuals. Oh, isn't witchcraft and like magic always associated with women? I don't know. Magic is. I'm trying to think. I feel I'm trying, like I'm trying to think of historical. Neutral. 
Yeah, but I'm trying to think of like historic, like witches is an yeah. obvious magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other instances where magic was was not uh, like a an excuse to hate women. Harry Potter, but I mean, like <laughs> an excuse ancient- to hate women. <laughs> <laughs> Just had to sneak that one in there. You know, it's like in the Vovich, like that's that's the whole thing about yeah. Anyway, um, I think the magic in Norse mythology is way more metal. This movie is very metal. This is like Percy Jackson for people who are into like Norse myths. Um, yeah. So yes, okay. So director Robert Eggers worked with historians and did meticulous research into the period, like you mentioned at the beginning of the epi. Um to make the sets, costumes, and props super authentic. And they are because, um, and they look kind of foreign to us. They don't really look like what you would expect Viking stuff to look like because this period is before Christianity influenced Mm -hmm. Viking culture. They reference it though. There's a point where he insults someone by calling him a Christian. Yes. So this is before, I guess they got invaded or I don't know anything about. This yeah. Like history. Christians are like a slur. Christians are like peasants in this, in this, by this period. Professor Neil Price, who's an archeologist at Uppsala university in Sweden was a consultant on this movie and stated that this movie is quote, the most accurate Viking movie ever made. Unquote. Which is pretty cool. I, I think the most like where that popped out the most to me was that the helmets I think most people think of, of Viking helmets as having the, the horns, which is a myth. Like that's not a thing that Vikings ever had on their helmets until post-colonial era. Mm. The, the like image of like the, the horns, like the horn was such a rare occurrence to begin unicorn. with. Yeah. The, the unicorn horn. <laughs> um, instead, what you get is the, the helm, the very medieval looking, like the helmet with the nose cover. Oh, um, cool. And that is like an authentic Viking helmet. Um, and so I think that is like the most obvious, like maybe like, 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 like most, like most people would pick up on that. And um, the other one is like the, the hook, the, the axes they use, those multi-purpose axes. Cause not only are they for like wrecking like skulls, like sure. absolutely crushing skulls, <laughs> um, but they're also used to, to scale fences. Like they use them to to climb the to 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 rape and pillage. They have to climb the fence. Yeah. Um. And they use it, and that and that's another thing that's like super. Those are two things I know are very real Viking, uh, tools or utilities. So yeah. Cool. Okay. Um. And then my last piece of trivia for the night is um. So Bjork, the singer, who was really popular, like maybe. She's, I mean, she's a really important singer um, and she influenced a lot of music. My friends who are good at music say Um, this is her first major film role since uh, 2005 when she was in Drawing Restraint 9. But she's in the film? She's in a film called Drawing Restraint 9, which is a. Oh, it's like a. What is she in this movie? This movie, she is the. Um, woman with the beads in front of her eyes. Oh, she's the 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 the, the spirit. She's like a seer, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I thought she was a seeress. What the hell is seeress? It's like a, I uh, she was think a of the word seer, like a uh, yeah. She's yeah. like a prophet or a prophet. Cool. Yeah. 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 Norse gods are like scary, and like it's also cool how um what. 
the like each tribe just like chooses a deity and that's like the deity of the tribe mm-hmm. um it kind of makes these people seem even more chaotic because this they movie is just super like, chaotic like they they don't even they can't even agree on like who is the ruler of the fucking afterlife they can't even decide like who is the most important god they all worship different gods they all they will literally rape and murder you if you do not agree with their no this movie is incredibly chaotic like people are fighting people are doing violent and like i see all the reviews i'm reading um people are like this movie is really like punishing and like aggressive and like what's the word they keep using brutal but i think it's really chaotic you know yeah yeah i mean so was living back then it fucking sucks to live in old times to begin with but to be living in old times where it's cold as fuck and you could Uh, die from it being cold like what sucks sucks yeah true um you know what part i and like this is a real example of it being. do we want a spoiler alert this part now that we're done trivia right you're done trivia yeah, let's spoil alert. Spo- this, let's this fucking bitch. spoil it. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> let's spoil everything. Um, so one part that I fucking loved actually, but kind of feeds into the general theme of like what's going on here is when they're on the boat. So Alexander Scar Sarsgaard, Omelette, and Olga lovers, um, they're on the boat and she has a cut on her neck. And he kisses the cut on her neck and like has like a vision that she's pregnant with his baby and I'm like number one okay number two you have powers now number three what and then he jumps off the boat immediately after that to swim away from he leaves her like what is going on well because he has to go he kind of says it but yeah no I agree that it's kind of just like you're just gonna leave now um, yeah. he has to go kill so he has to s- kill the, the 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 king so that they don't come after his kids Fjolnir Fjolnir <laughs> um, <laughs> Fjolnir <laughs> um, I didn't want to say it as my pro because it spoils the whole film but the ending sequence the fight in, he- in hell <laughs> was um, sick that's your pro. It was one of my pros. I thought yeah. that the fighting sequence at the end was just like so epic, like yeah, so fire. And also, I'm curious. I thought this was going to be a pro. You were you said that the date was important. I was wondering, like, is that a year that the volcano erupted or something? Like, why is that date so important? Um, let's look at. I'm gonna Google important dates in 914 CE. I'm just gonna look up like Iceland volcano eruption. Uh oh yeah wait no I don't never mind it's been dormant for six thousand years it erupted so, in twenty twenty one we are living in in nine fourteen <laughs> CE um I, I don't know why that date was picked but uh that it said it very clearly in the imdb trivia so i was like okay i guess like someone else hmm. knows hmm. um yeah any other spoiler related thoughts you have on the film that um, unrestricted? 
Unbound. Yeah, I okay. Nicole Kidman's part was Ooh, yeah, awesome. She she was barely in the movie. She wasn't in it that much. She plays evil mom, witch queen, ice lady so well. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, she like goes up to like it's very interesting. I thought her scene with him was really good, but then she, and then he obviously like the brutality. He like kills them, and yeah, that part of the movie is really fun and exciting. I just think the whole thing leaves a lot to be desired. Mm. It is cool. They break the kind of your expectation because the the mom doesn't want him to avenge. So it's like he has this like noble quest that yeah. is suddenly like not very noble. And you're like, oh, ooh, maybe you're the bad guy. <laughs> like, ooh, this yeah. is kind of not good. Well, um, at the scene where they're at the banquet in the beginning – and she is like t- looking at the brother of the king. I was like, oh, I didn't even notice that. Mm, mm. Um, also, something they don't address at the end is that the in his like family tree that he like envisions after smooching the gap in her neck um, <laughs> is that the it's the daughter that is the queen, not the. So yes, the- he has twins, and one of them. How do you know you're having boy girl twins from kissing her neck? from licking the little wound in her neck i know but what is extra weird is like why is it the why is it the and also why is she like wearing like what looks like roman uh, not even roman like like european non-nordic maybe she marries she's destined to marry the king of england or something i don't fucking know that's what i thought i was like oh so she's like gonna marry and be like even more powerful or something like that's he has to go oh, that's save cool. yeah but the thing Maybe is like some historical he's not a king anymore his father his father got murdered by his brother and then the murder was deposed like the brother was deposed basically yeah so it's like kicked out to iceland so i, I don't i don't fucking know what's happening um, is that the history of iceland did we just see like the the start of iceland uh possible uh, when was prince iceland Den- founded well, because hamlet was the prince of denmark when was iceland no wait founded oh i don't want the founding date of the federation i wanted like <laughs> okay um if anyone knows the founding date of iceland we'll um, get back let to us know yeah we'll, um we'll, do we'll we have back. any fan correspondences oh my god yeah let me look um it is a pretty new movie so i i think people are still like i talked to a couple people the other week who are like yeah i've been meaning to go see it but i i do know some people who've seen it okay so majority of our listeners said no 75 percent word um and i don't think anyone wrote no one gave their thoughts because statistically unlikely that no one yeah, a bunch of people voted no. Ian Renault voted yes. Shout out Ian. Whoa. Um, Film buff Ian Renault. <laughs> he wears many hats. He does. Um, cool. So then instead, how about we rate this film? Yeah, let's rate it. Um, we don't have to rate it as an A24 movie since it's not an A24 movie, even though it right. looks, feels, sounds. Quacks. Quacks like an A24 movie. Anna, what's your rating on this one? Okay, I've been thinking about this all day. I've been racking my brain. But I think I think I'm gonna have to give it honestly like a six and a half. 
The only thing is like, look, like I love this director. So I'll bump it up to a seven, seven and a half. And it had really good points. Like um, the weird kissing thing I thought was like interesting. And then like the good parts I mentioned um, and the editing and the actors. Yes. Um, It just is too much like this was some dude's like passion project. And it's like not trying to tell us anything more than you know the revenge arc and you have to do a lot of the heavy lifting on your end to figure out what's going on and who is who and what their actual name is um I think as well I'm being really critical because I I really love the other two Eggers movies like The Witch is my favorite film and I just think there's so much more there in both movies um I might have to give this one Lighthouse. What was like, the other Eggers that you're referring to? Lighthouse. Yeah, it is Lighthouse. Lighthouse is okay. less so, but um, I don't know. Maybe I mean, like, I took an edible for this movie, so I was kind of like, woo. Um, so that probably Same. Didn't I was help. absolutely zonked. <laughs> um, I just think, like, in terms of like, okay, so the witch is almost uh, a sister companion to this movie, right? For sure, visually, storytelling wise, like every in every way possible. But the witch has so much more to say. It's so much scarier too. I feel like what, where this film is an action film, the witch is a th- horror film, and I think that um, it's more powerful as a result. Like it's it's able to use its the tropes of a horror film mm-hmm. better than this film utilizes the tropes of a uh, a godly action film. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I totally and agree. I think. This is a really good movie, but you know how you're like hardest on the things yeah, you course. love the most. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I might give it like a seven and a half. I think I'm going to give it a 6.5. Mm, okay. You are brave. Not only just because of all the points we just said, not, a, not to like steal all of your points, Anna, but they're all very valid, very valid points. And I also agree that if you're going to hold this up against Eggers' other stuff, it's just not the same. It doesn't, mm. it doesn't like, the witch felt like every scene was so deliberate in its symbolism and meaning. And maybe this film did, but it didn't feel as important as it did in the witch and the lighthouse too. The lighthouse isn't even that good of a film, but man, is it packed with like awesome imagery? Yeah. Okay. This film, this film has the same stuff in it, the same sauce, but it doesn't taste as spicy this time. Like, you know, like it's maybe I'm desensitized to his techniques and i'm going to say this it might upset people but like if you watch midsummer if you watch the witch if you watch the lighthouse if you watch any film that's kind of like this energy mm-hmm. you'll find the northman so derivative there it is you're right so though. derivative like yeah there's so much about this movie that i'm like this is cool but i've already seen this in Tons of other, not just A24 movies, but just tons of serious action, historical action films. I can see the steam coming off this take right now, honestly. Yeah. yeah you're so, so I, right. I, this gets a 6.5 because it's a great film. It's fun to watch. It looks cool. It's very period accurate. And uh, and I guess the acting is is pretty phenomenal other than the stupid voice acting. But the, the techniques, the 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 Robert Eggersy parts are so derivative. 
Do you mean derivatives like you've just seen them in a different Robert Eggers movie? Not just Robert Eggers. I just feel like there's a lot of stuff here that um, doesn't do, it doesn't take those same tools that are used in his other films and does anything new or exciting or interesting. It's just literally mm. the same tools, the same kind of storytelling, the same kind of shots, the same kind of dialogue. This, the dialogue mm-hmm. in this film reminded me exactly of The Witch. And the shots too. We were talking about the close shots. It reminded me so much of The Witch. Um, but The Witch haunts you. It, it scares you. You're, yeah. you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're nervous about for no reason. You're nervous by looking at trees. Yeah. You're like, what? Whereas North in you kind of like get to see a lot of pretty, pretty scenery, but I've already seen that in Midsommar. Like, and I'm not there's, there's, scared. Like, and I'm not like, scared. You're I'm not, not invested nervous. enough in the revenge plot to really care. And if I wanted to go look at like beautiful Scandinavian scenery, I would just rewatch Midsommar because mm. it's even prettier. Sweden it's, is way nicer than, than the scenes in this film. Although Iceland is beautiful. Like it's the, the yeah. not to disparage the locations. I'm just saying like, like we've seen this kind of stuff before. Do something different with it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I'm actually gonna bump my rating down to a six point to a seven. Damn. To a seven. <sighs> because uh I thought Anya Taylor Joy was number one, a weird cast. And weird number cast. two, she's so like pointy and shiny and white amidst like very dirty and like and wrinkly. doesn't look Russian at all. And um also, I think she was underutilized. She's a great actress, and this role was boring for her. So I, I'm going to go back to seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Damn. on that note. Damn, we ripped that Throw shit. this one in the trash. <laughs> trash! <laughs> Anna, oh do you God. have any wrecks for this week? Oh, fuck yeah, I do. Okay, so. Have you ever heard of the TV show Charmed? Nope. Okay. It is so good. Uh, if you're looking for some nostalgic 90s TV, um, you know, kind of like a like funny, not a sitcom that's like a drama, watch Charmed, the original Charmed. It has like Shannon Daugherty, um, what's her name? Alyssa Milano. It has, and I, there's one more girl's name I'm forgetting. Um, they're young. It's um, it's set in San Francisco. They're three sisters. They're like witches. They're like young women, like trying to navigate. Like it's really good. It's like Grey's Anatomy, but better and like more aesthetically pleasing because it's Grey's in San Anatomy. Fr- it's like San Francisco in like the ninety, the mid nineties as well, which is like so vibes. Like it's amazing, and they live in this beautiful house. Like oh, I, and it's on Peacock, and Peacock is a free streaming service. Whoa. I've never even downloaded Peacock before. I'm just watching it in my browser, but like, yeah, democratizing Ooh. that shit. Um, what about you? What are, what are your recs? Uh, it's been kind of a media dry week for me, just because of school. Yeah. Um, but I will go ahead and wreck uh, the other film that I went to go see in theaters, which is the new Doctor Strange. Um, but I'm not going to recommend it very hard. I'm only going to recommend it if you like Marvel movies because this is just fucking cookie cutter shit. Yeah, I'm In fact, sure this it is. An is. Anti-rec. This is it. This is a call to action. This is like a call <laughs> on all call of us die. to just like hold Marvel to like a little bit higher of a standard because this film, talk about doing nothing new. Like this film, I the formula did, is there. The ending happened, and I literally turned to Andres and I was like, I could have written wrote the script like i could have wrote the script this is so 
obvious. Like there's nothing at all deceptive about this film. And if you've watched the trailers, you've seen some of the most important scenes in the film. It's like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh God. That what? being said, that being said, where this movie excels and where a lot of Marvel movies excel, it's the only reason I still go see these films, is the like the lore and the characters they introduce. I'm not going to say anything more, okay. but there's a lot of characters. In this How movie. would you rate the Consider, lore? The lore is, as a Marvel nerd, the lore is like nine. It's a solid nine out of ten, the lore. But the rest of the film could be like a fucking two for all I care. So, <laughs> okay. Especially like uh in the trailers beforehand it was in the imax theater so it was a huge and like fucking round screen and we watched the trailer for the new avatar movie which looks incredible i'm so excited to see the new avatar movie but after seeing that and watching the fucking liquidy weird cgi of marvel and like Doctor Strange magic, which if you think Doctor Strange magic is dumb, Anna, you're going to hate this movie because they <laughs> make even less sense now. Like the magic is like lasers. They just like pew, 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 laser shoot each other. Um, that actually and, sounds um, pretty cool, though. Laser tag. Laser tag. But it's Wanda throwing magic orbs at Doctor Strange. Anyway. Becca is going to see it tonight. So I got to ask her what she thought. about. Yeah, it. like it's fun. It's a fun film. So is every Marvel movie. Let's do something new here. I thought of all the characters that you could like make something weird and like really uncanny, it would be Doctor Strange. But no, it's just a generic action movie where the all the characters are just way too powerful. <sighs> and on that note, <laughs> if you happen to catch the Northman and or Doctor Strange, please let us know because we're not going to do an episode on Doctor Strange. So give us your thoughts on The Northman. Um, You should definitely go see it if you like good, like like Robert Eggers films. If you've seen The Witch, you should just go watch it. Um, We talked a lot of shit about it, but it is a very good film. Yeah, go to the, like, if if you're like, hey, I want to go to the movies, like, go and see it. This is the Um, one. Yeah, yeah, for that. Yeah. Don't don't Um, see Doctor Strange. Um, Yeah, let me revoke that that wreck. Um... But yeah, please write us into the pod about your thoughts. Instagram, Cinema Scum Podcast. Um, yeah, Cinema yeah, Scum. we're Cinema Scum Podcast on Instagram at gmail.com as well. Um, please send us your takes if you want to be a guest. Pick your oh, movie. I was going to mention, Colin's episode popped off. Like, it must be that, that, that people love hearing other people other than Let's the two of us. Go. Because every time we have a guest, the viewership explodes. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh maybe because the movies we talk about when it's just just the two of us are like just not as exciting i don't know maybe like maybe people don't listen to them also another thing i've noticed with the trend is that people listen to pods way later so i think people are like waiting to watch the movie before they listen to our pod that seems to be the case with a lot of the recent pod episodes because we we were reviewing the same thing we were reviewing like the batman and no one listened to that episode the week it came out because literally we did it the week it came out also um, thank then, you oh sorry keep going sorry i was just gonna say like like in the weeks after that like it it, it slowly built its viewership up so i think that this mm-hmm. this this episode will probably be the same and it's also fun just to have guests so if you want to be a guest on the pod please dm us we would love to have you on the pod and we could also use the fucking viewership 
Yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone uh, for like listening and supporting and like being so cool because like I feel like every time I talk to someone, they're like, yeah, like I listen to the podcast, like love the yeah, podcast. Same. It's so nice. We love like literally makes my day whenever someone says it. So thank you. I mean, we're Ollie and I are literally forcing you to listen to us talk. So thanks. I mean, we're doing it for the people. We're doing it uh, yeah. to uh, enlighten uh the the film no never mind we're not enlightening anyone at this pod <laughs> we're doing the opposite we're literally making we're doing, you we're trying to confuse you this <laughs> film is actually great <laughs> um okay well thank you guys so much again love you sleep sleep sweet dreams tonight um sleep sleep good tonight yeah Have a get good home one. safe get home safe don't yeah. fall on your wrist when you go skateboarding <laughs> That would be really bad. That would be bad. I, I mean, imagine doing that. I can't. All right. Good night. Bye, everyone.